uh, hi good morning shrikar we're live now uh, and uh, it's really good to have you so i'll just give you a brief intro and introduce you to everybody who's listening to us uh, so uh, we have here today uh, shrikar radavi who heads the uh, amazon advertising and uh, seller business uh, and he's here to kind of take us through uh, you know how we can probably avoid uh, pitfalls when we are creating a new digital business uh, this is for anybody who's starting out who's building a new young brand uh, and for anybody who's probably in the digital space and trying to create a digital business uh, you know shrikar would probably give you uh, a little bit of insight into the pitfalls that you could possibly avoid uh, while trying to build that business yeah thank you so much is that super excited to be part of this thanks for the opportunity uh, yeah i do manage seller advertising business for amazon uh, quick uh, 10 seconds on this So Amazon yeah. India is a marketplace. Uh, we recently celebrated a million sellers on on our marketplace. So me and my team we work with uh, with work with the sellers who are actually advertising on Amazon uh, to build uh, success for their businesses, right? Predominantly solving right. for discoverability. So right. uh, me and my team we work with we, all advertisers of all shapes and sizes. We use various programmatic solutions. uh sometimes it's direct reach sometimes it's indirect reach through various tools pr- programs uh on helping advertisers adopt various uh, solutions whatever fits their brand well so that's right. that's a broad introduction of like what i do i'll just start setting the context of like what what is the audience uh, i'm i'm assuming today that we are addressing and also what would be the scope of the discussion so which who is the audience today that uh, we would want to address i hope uh, i'm getting it right today so we we want to talk to young digital brands uh, who are trying to scale on amazon uh, what do let's define what is digital essentially these are uh, these are players who are predominantly uh, existing on uh, digital universe which is right from uh, customer reach to sales to fulfillment to after sales service most of it is done digitally very little offline play i know it's a loose definition that we're going to use secondly we are talking of young digital brands which is like specifically brands which have spent maybe up to 6 months on amazon again it's not a hard and fast definition but broadly a bit early in the journey but not so early to figure out what is amazon but broadly they have done their bit they have done their experiments they do have certain opinions that's where the 6 month uh, mark is what i'm talking of so this is broadly the audience <laughs> and and one difference is these are different than specific like our uh, aggregators or distributors or wholesalers various other folks who also do sell on amazon uh, these are folks who are interested in their brand building their brand building their brand story um, using various digital medium so that's that's what differentiates a young digital brand versus any other seller on amazon that is the audience the next part is what is the scope of discussion today right uh, is it a tutorial about everything about amazon right from fba listings policies returns enforcements no it is not uh, then is it like a 30000 view of strategy no it is not again i'm trying to straddle somewhere in the middle i'll try to bring out that's where uh, a few common pitfalls that we see uh, in the journey specifically related to building their brand journey on amazon i do i will definitely cover it's not a, again a tutorial on advertising now, i don't want it to be that uh it's so i'm trying to straddle somewhere in the middle of uh, my intention is to bring out few points at least by end of the session that you take away as practical suggestions versus a very high level uh, uber strategic uh, viewpoint that's i don't want this session to be that so th- that's broadly the scope 
let's get started then so uh, when this topic was given to me i started thinking first of all uh, in the direction of what could be the common pitfalls i could think of seven that's what i'll cover one after the other i'll jump straight away into the first one first one is broadly around some some set of hygiene actions that can that ideally i believe can be done faster than uh, what some of the brands i do see getting into delays on this i will talk a few hygiene's uh, hygiene issues that can be taken care of right at the start with which less than like a 90 day period this thing should fall in place okay point number 1 getting your listing cataloging right on amazon because this is your primary communication with the world for with your customers people are taking their purchase decisions basis what we communicate on your listing biggest pitfall i see is uh, brands digital brands do generally do a good job on it but assumption that it's a one time activity where you get best of your agencies to do it uh get a great look and feel done yeah maybe that is good but that's not sufficient so the keyword which i want to leave the audience with is it's not a one time activity it's a living document it's a continuously living document why do i say that because uh, the way we are communicating information to a prospective user of your brand uh how do we know that we are communicating everything if we were communicating things so perfectly then then the customer question and answer section on your listing page amazon gives that on every uh, on every detail page is a customer q and a where you'll see for for established brands you'll see even like up to 500 to 1000 questions and somebody answering those uh, questions so why do these questions pop up because there's something else which is not getting addressed in the title bullet points or a plus content or your uh, or your photographs or your videos so the the key point is it's okay we need not crack it on day one neither i don't see any brand cracking the perfect listing on day one the 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 point is that please accept this is going to be living document which needs to continuously evolve what does it mean in specifics right i would request brands to please take a look at especially customer q and a section on your amazon listing page who is answering those how are you answering the questions which are coming from customers these are folks who customers who are raising questions unable to uh, decide whether to go ahead with the purchase or not or maybe they are in the discovery phase so uh, a good brand kind of responds in fact on a daily basis on your buyer seller messages and responds with comprehensive answers versus one word two word uh, cryptic responses so this is something which i would draw attention to the digital brands i see a lot of brands uh, not looking at this carefully secondly uh, you do have existing uh, information continuously flowing from friends and family from your social media presence from your other digital media presence on what kind of questions are coming in please continuously find them and start plugging them into your listings so that that would be the suggestion of getting your uh, listing hygiene quickly let me give a example right maybe there's a lot of theory that i'm saying i was recently looking at an a2 brand of uh, ghee again this is like forex premium to your branded products right because it's like 100% organic it's made from some bilona cow so on so forth but one of the questions which was coming on that uh, uh, customer q and a was how is it stored is it stored in plastic container because the customer was worried that maybe it's an organic product but, but if storage methods are not correct he or she does not want to pay that premium maybe that was the reason that question came up but what i loved about this brand is that they, they took that question they converted it into video a 30 second video on their catalog also as a sponsored brand uh, video uh, to advertise on their home page on the detail page wherein uh, they explained how the ghee is made 
with right photographs and like, like a simple to understand video they also focused on how storage is done in fully organic setup so it's a great example of picking up a question which comes and not leaving it question but also then improving our listing and catalog uh, basis this question so that you're preempting maybe for thousands of other customers who have the similar question but not asking you all this starts impacting your conversion rates so this is point number one I'm moving to the second part of hygiene, which is around, this is like simplistic, but but I do see a lot of delays happening. Uh, start with FBA, don't delay FBA, fulfilled by Amazon. This is the gold standard of customer experience. The especially important for new, new brands. It's not just about your logistics, right? Uh, FBA also has direct impact on your flywheel. It's, it starts giving, uh, because it's a gold standard of customer experience, your products will start benefiting from better discoverability, higher conversion rates because of FBA. I know most brands know the reason why they should do FBA, but I, for some reason, I see a lot of delays in decision-making, 30, 60, 90, 120 days on what to do. Let me settle down. Let me think of FBA, right? Get, don't lose out your early attraction. Get started with FBA. Think of all your iterations later, right? Whether you want to do Easy Ship, Easy Ship Prime, Sellerflex, or Self Ship, whatever it is, Provided your product is not a heavy and bulky and you don't have specific problems with FBA, please go with FBA. Change later versus iterating now and then think of FBA four months later because it's going to impact your flywheel in the initial part of your journey. That's the summary here. The third part about hygiene is around brand registry, right? Again, uh, I was trying to, in fact, dig out what would be the particular reasons why people delay brand registry. Again, it seems to be a broad little bit of awareness issue or confusion that let me get my patent, let me get my trademark, only then I'll apply for brand registry on Amazon. No, it's not the case. You can definitely apply for brand registry on Amazon with a work in progress trademark application. There are, I've, I'm also leaving the link here, brandservices.amazon.in. It is self-explanatory. Why is brand registry important, right? It's not just about registering your brand. It's going to open up A plus content. It's going to open up ability to run sponsored brands, brand stores. Most importantly, it's going to give you access to brand analytics. I'm, I'm not sure how many people in the audience have tried out brand analytics, but please go back and do that. I see a lot of searching around for third-party tools and paying money for uh, finding keywords and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm not going to share my opinion there, but I'm saying brand analytics gives you direct access to any sort of keyword search. You type your ASIN, you'll find which keywords are leading to purchase of your ASIN. It's like a goldmine of information for you on keywords, on path to purchase. But, but this button will start coming on your seller center only when you have brand registry. Hence, I'm saying there are a lot of things which will open up if you just do brand registry. Why do it after 120 days so if you can do it on day one? I count it as day one activity. So I've spoken of three hygiene steps so far, which, which I'm just clubbing into the first pitfall, not getting the hygiene in place. I'll, I'll move to the second one, but Siddharth, please do stop me if you find any, if you seek any clarification or any um, audience questions on this. Uh, sure, uh, Shrikar. In fact, uh, uh, talking of uh, audience questions, we already have one. Amazon versus own e-commerce store, which is better for a new D2C brand? Is the question by Gaurav. Okay, I'll try to address this. That's a fairly broad question. What I'll try to do is maybe address it by end of the session. Uh, the seven steps should ideally bring answer to that. But by and large, uh, since you brought it up, it's not an either or thing. That's one thing. If there's one thing I want to achieve out of this conversation, it's not either or. I would right. want to debate where exactly is this either or debate coming from to start with. 
right? right. Uh, I would I would uh, request to look at Amazon as a place where you build your brand story. Correct. Okay. If there's one thing I want to achieve out of this, I want to dispel the myth that Amazon is for sales. For brand, I have to go to my own uh, website. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's either or, but I want to break this myth that Amazon is for sales. I want to right. bring out the brand storytelling aspects which are available, which I see as a common pitfall of uh, awareness. So this is where, in fact, it's uh, timely. The second theme uh, which I want to bring is not understanding the flywheel concept of Amazon ads. Uh, why would why would you want to use advertising exactly for a new brand? This slide might be a little bit heavy. I'll, I'll take time to explain this. There are three type of media when which you evolve as you start working on Amazon for your brand. Uh, one is your own media which is like the listings that you create, the product description videos or the brand store, which again is a microsite you can create on Amazon free of cost. This is all how you want to explain what your product is, what your brand is. Paid media is where advertising comes in, where through display advertising or search advertising, what you're exactly trying to do is move traffic, move customer interest. Using paid media, you're building traffic towards your own media. And what is the end objective of all this? Is this is this an end in itself? No. Purpose of all this is to create something called as earned media, which is what drives brand growth organically. What is earned media? As you start getting more and more customer discoverability, as you start bringing initial sales velocity, it will start impacting your search ranks. Why would your search ranks get impacted? Because as you start bringing sales velocity, you'll start getting more and more customer reviews. Reviews are a simple ratio of number of units of sale which you do, right? Every every marketplace works on certain ratios. I don't want to plug in a certain number. Each of you will know that uh, sales to review, there's a ratio, basis your category, basis your brand. But point is, as you start getting more discoverability, it leads to sales conversion. Sales conversion leads to more customer reviews. Uh, provided those reviews are good, provided those ratings are uh, making sense, you'll start seeing more and more organic visibility coming to you. Uh, I'll explain this better in the next slide. Essentially, the fly, the way the flywheel goes is like this. Uh, please take a look at point number three. As you start advertising, you build discoverability for your products. Discoverability brings glance views, essentially number of customers who are looking at your product, right? Sales conversion is a ratio. It's a mathematical ratio provided again, the hygiene of your product and your convenience are taken care of. As you start building sales, you start getting ratings and reviews. Again, that's a mathematical ratio, right? Maybe you sell hundred units, you might get one rating. So you sell thousand units, you'll get 10 ratings, right? Uh, I'm just talking of the volumes. As you start accumulating ratings and reviews, that's how Amazon marketplace starts identifying uh, and start rewarding with organic ranking with organic trust based uh, metrics like you'll start getting tags like amazon choice or bestseller tag so on so forth you'll start by gaining in organic rankings which leads to organic discoverability which leads to organic sales this is the flywheel uh, versus um, advertising as an end in itself that you sp- you spend something you get some sales maybe it is true for some of the other digital media right you spend something you get certain sale you don't spend you don't get whereas the critical difference that's where i'm laboring upon this topic is amazon advertising spend is to start building your uh, earned media which is your ratings reviews your organic ranks uh, purpose of organic ranks is that why is it that when you search for any product 
there are certain results which are coming on Amazon organically, right? Uh, you please go look at it. It's search for any category, any product, right? You'll find the first response which comes from Amazon might be the organic response might have like thousands of customer ratings, right? Because that's that's the only way Amazon will understand. Amazon's objective is to show products in an order which 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 is also a proxy for customer trust. How would an algorithm do that? So we pick up products with sales velocity, products with right ratings and reviews, among many other things, so that your organic results start coming in that order. But how do you break that chicken and egg is you, you invest in advertising to reach a certain objective, right? One key difference, because uh, once you absorb this philosophy, then you start assigning goals to your ad spends. It's not always how much did I spend last month, how much did I get out of it? You'll start assigning short-term goals, short-term to medium-term goals, which is point number two. Like in three to six months, I would look at how many of my ASINs have garnered sufficient visibility, let's say 10,000 glance views. How many of my ASINs have started getting some amount of sales velocity? How many of my ASINs got at least 10 to 20 ratings from customers? Again, that's a ratio of sales. And it all ends up with how many of my agents are entering the, let's say, top 50 sales rank within that browse node. Uh, if you're, if anybody is curious to look at what is your, what's the sales rank of your ASIN, you can go to the detailed page, scroll down, and, and you'll see a specific rank given to your ASIN. So I'm saying then you're using ads as a means to achieve an end objective. That objective, I'm, I'm crudely defining it as a sales rank. Why is this rank important? Because that is a proxy that things are going to happen organically. You can start moving that ad investment to some other ASIN once you reach a certain threshold of sales rank here, right? Uh, it's not a permanent spend forever that you keep spending and you keep getting certain percentage sales. So th that's one biggest difference. Uh, maybe I'm repeating myself, but I'll just stop here. Uh, why is what would this convert into a daily life right this was maybe this is all theoretical one of the biggest thing it has to convert in daily life daily decision making is how are you looking at ad spends right uh, a lot of the industry folks use this which is something called as total ACOS. right look at your ad spends as a ratio of your total sales not just ad spends as a ratio of your ad sales so these are two different things i tried to give an example there if you're spending 100 rupees on ads and that's leading to 200 rupees sale in that campaign, right? One way to look at it is that your advertising cost of sale is 50%, right? 100 divided by 200. The other way to look at it is this 200, this particular advertising also has led to your organic visibility and an overall sale, which is let's say 1000 rupees. That's where I'm saying you look at total ACOS, which is 100 divided by 1000, which is ad spends divided by total sale because it's not just the advertising sale it's also creating residual impact for you in building your ASIN ranks and your organic visibility this is important for new brands specifically i'm not saying this has to be permanent philosophy but it's important in the initial days unless you do this i see a lot of brands doing a daily start and stop hey last evening i've run a campaign with 44 percent echo so it's but somebody told me that 20 percent echo is good so i've shut down the campaign Right. I do see you'll be surprised at the amount of start and stop I see in the new brands, specifically also because some of this decision making is outsourced to agencies. 
right without specific goal in mind if your goal is in 3 months to 6 months i will move at least 5 of my assets to top ranks hence these are the investments then you will not take day to day myopic decisions versus not having a goal then the day the campaign goes off you you switch off the campaign again you are back to square one so this is one common pitfall which goes back to a philosophical understanding of why what's the reason for amazon advertising hi sticker sorry uh, there is one question uh, that in fact there are two questions that i want to kind of put up uh, yeah. one is from tushar uh, if you can see that uh, he's asks if glance views are the same as impressions or clicks or is this some kind of other metric okay thanks for asking so glance view roughly take it as same as clicks like uh, somebody who is actually clicking and uh, visiting your detail pa- detail page of the tasin that is called a glance view or a click uh and you... uh, we have another question sorry yeah. from gorov uh, again it's here uh, he asked instead of running ads on amazon uh, uh, why not i should i run ads on google or any other platform uh, to get uh, traffic directly uh, on my website and in case there's another perspective of what is more helpful fair enough i don't know how would anybody answer that right i think you sh- you should uh, feel free to build traffic on your own website uh, that's that's all perfectly fine but but if it all uh, you are trying to build a certain scale on amazon so i would want to think of then do the right thing to build that scale on amazon versus a dilly dally on both sides right understood the third pitfall is not being present across the purchase journey on amazon i'll i'll explain this a bit in a couple of slides and also take a practical example Yeah I know this is a busy slide but broadly that's what I want to communicate here that customer purchase journey on Amazon is not linear that somebody's predecided hey today I want to buy a micromodal micromodal antibacterial innerwear I'll come I'll search I'll buy it's not that simple so people form opinions people are in discovery phase people are in research phase then they come in there there is awareness consideration the typical marketing funnel then this purchase people are reading reviews people are going back people are again getting exposed to various other advertising which is not even specifically when they're searching for the product but maybe they're doing something else on amazon so i'm saying it's a it's a fair mishmash of crisscross of uh, journey which happens especially by the time somebody decides what to buy and finally takes that purchase decision again uh, interesting statistic even of people who are decided what to purchase it takes like 5 to 6 days to complete the purchase journey right uh, on an average people spend like around 6 days to decide finally what to buy and depending on categories it even like 90 to 120 days especially in your high asp categories where the purchase windows we do have analytics for that ranges up to 120 days especially when it comes to your uh, home equipment home improvement related equipment and uh, fitness related equipment and something of that sort so so it's it's important for the brand to f- absorb this so that then we can look at okay various parts of purchase journey are important and how can a brand uh, meaningfully be present at various parts of the journey uh, that's what i want to talk about in this third section again uh, i this is not a tutorial where i'll take you through each and every product but broadly what we are saying is that amazon does have various advertising solutions which will solve for specific part of the customer journey in their path to purchase uh, if there's one thing i would request is just awareness that if amazon is not ppc i get worried whenever people say amazon is ppc no we we are, we are saying let's just call it amazon ads 
It has a host of solutions right from DSP programmatic solutions to sponsored product, sponsored brand, brand store, video advertising, display advertising, which can further be broken up into various remarketing solutions, so on and so forth. I'm not going to get into all the details right now, but I'm just wanting to park that awareness that it's a it's there's a plethora of solutions available for various situations of a customer journey. Amazon is not just sponsored product that is 2015, six years, seven years back, right? There are various other things like common pitfall I see from the young brands on lack of awareness about, about these uh, particular solutions which are there. And each solution is made for a reason. They're all not going to achieve the same thing. Then we wouldn't have launched these solutions. That's where on the right-hand side of the screen, you'll see a, you'll see a typical funnel where, where in a category, there might be customers who are not even actively engaged, engaged in the category. Then there are people who are researching, then people who are researching specific brand and finally purchasing. So you see the, the audience sizes ranging from a 5 million to a 1 million to finally 100K kind of a breakdown. And, and you can use different solutions. For example, when cu customers are still researching in a category, you can use display solutions to reach out to the customers to, to showcase your specific brand. Uh, let's say you're a brand which is selling baby wipes. You can reach out to the customers who are in the market who, who, who can be audiences like recent, recent parents. That's a specific audience profile Amazon gives you and you can target that particular audience profile. Or, or you can target uh, basis past purchases in complementary categories where you, rather than waiting for the customer to come and search for baby wipe, and then only on that specific keyword, checking whether your advertisement is coming or not, or whether your brand is present or not. So that's like the bottommost part of the funnel, but you need not be limited to the bottommost part of the funnel is what I'm saying. So there are multiple solutions. The journey is complex. Each solution solves for a certain part of the journey. I'm just asking a very, very high level, broad awareness of this fact. So summary is this, multiple stages of journey exist, but why are we talking about the, what is the pitfall here, right? Nine out of 10 brands get stuck with the last step of the journey, which is I want to take a keyword and I want to run a sponsored product around it. By doing it, you're not able to bring out unique selling proposition of your brand using videos or imagery. You are struggling to buy segment share at the last step of the funnel. It's like trying to convince a customer who has come to a Kirana shop for Coke versus Pepsi, right? There you're trying to convince customer to do something else, right? Versus influencing about your brand above the line or using other medium. You're missing out engaging with larger audiences versus people who are only searching for specific product, right? And the last point is by, by just not using a host of the solutions, generally the solutions work together. One plus one is always greater than two. It has been proven statistically on Amazon. There's a lot of research. I'll, I'll do share some numbers in the next slide. Whenever you put, let's say, sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored brand video, sponsored display, if you put these solutions together, the impact on your return on investment is far, far higher than using one thing at a time. Right? That's a common pitfall of people not using multiple solutions. Why does it happen? Is it purely awareness reason? I don't think so. It's also got to do with uh, maybe a little bit of lack of awareness on why a certain solution exists. I do say almost a daily, weekly debate with various brands. They say, hey, we have switched off sponsored brand advertising because my ACOS is 36%. It's 
sponsored product ACOS is 18%. Why should I run sponsored brand? So that entire framework of debate itself, I don't know where to kind of answer that, right? Because the purpose of existence of sponsored brand is to reach out to more and more new customers, bring a lot of new to brand customers for you, increase your brand awareness. You cannot compare it with a sponsored product where the customer is kind of pre-decided and going and among available options, he has selected your brand, hence your numbers will look good. Comparison with sponsored product for every single initiative has, I, I personally think, has done more damage to brands than, than benefit. Hence, hence this point about being aware of multiple solutions and using them. The heaviest point I had out of the seven points was on point number three about multiple solutions. Now that we are passed, rest of them are fairly simple. These are more tidbits. Point number five is not investing in the right brand imagery, creative excellence. This is something which kind of is a puzzle for me, right? I see a lot of these young brands are super passionate about like every every micro detail of how their packaging looks like, how their color scheme looks like, uh, how their visibility on certain social media looks like, right? But but when it comes to Amazon, uh, it it could it could be this whole uh, myth which is that Amazon is for sales. It's a sales channel. I don't know why that could be one of the underlying theme, but but I don't see any of the creatives uh, coming in the right fashion or the existing avenues of creatives. Like I showed the example of imagery. I showed you example of brand store. I showed you the example of videos. These are not complicated. These are all self-service. You can click few buttons and do it yourself. Nothing requires age, uh, like complicated uh, creative agencies to do it. These are all self-service products. But I don't see that happening. Lack of creative consistency, even when you compare, let's say, with the Facebook or Instagram and what happens, the campaign which runs there doesn't run here. That kind of keeps worrying me. And I could never find a great answer to it, apart from operational difficulties. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, general answer is that maybe the creatives, uh, we don't have bandwidth right now. We'll do it in future kind of a thing. But, but uh, this is where I would draw attention of the founders of digital brands. So this is the part where uh, I would request you to not, not be obsessed with text. Use imagery, use videos uh, to build your story. What you see on this slide is again, a couple of examples. Even within sponsored display, Amazon gives you option that, okay, default option, which just gives you some text and a logo. Or you can upload your own images. You can see this person like this, actually, I think Anil Kapoor, the brand ambassador, that particular brand has uploaded it. Even in small tiles, which come on detail page, you can actually customize them, use your imagery. So crux is this. There are fairly simplistic ways in which you can build your brand to life on Amazon using imagery, using videos, stores, SD custom image. And every, everywhere you, you put that effort on right imagery, you will see higher CTRs. I gave point number D, 38% higher CTR when you use custom images in your sponsored display versus not using anything. Let the system pick up whatever logo and run it. Right? Why compromise? That's a key point here. Uh, maybe I'm not fully aware of the barriers the brands face, but I, I would just want to park it here please check with your teams on whether we're bringing the brand to life using existing and are this super costly it's not a cost element at all your cost to cost per click on videos in fact most more often than not is far cheaper than sponsored product this is another funny thing 
Why? Because maybe nine out of ten brands are using sponsored product, so that auction systems are pushing up the CPCs, cost per clicks. But when it comes to sponsored brand video, right? Not even two out of ten brands are ready to put that effort to create a video. So there's hardly any auction. So you'll sometimes find cheaper clicks. It's not just about like imagery. It will also, in fact, bring your cost down. It's a counterintuitive thing. But but it, I feel it's more about like willingness to experiment, awareness followed by willingness to experiment. This is what I'm requesting the teams to look at. The last point I would say, because my point seven is a bit generic, it's about people. So sixth point is again, it's it's there are just a bunch of hacks or small tips, which I just try to add it into bunch, bunch them together into building loyalty or how do you increase average order value. Uh, in no particular order, I'll just go step by step, right? Point one is, uh, please be aware of sponsored display, right? Every day we are adding new features there. As I said, it's a six month old product. Uh, it's going to fundamentally change the way advertising is working purely on keyword, like sponsored displays, everything where it's not about keyword targeting, right? You need to find out audiences. It, it allows you for uh, options for remarketing. So here the specific point which I'm saying is sponsored display allows you to go back to your past purchases of last 80 days. We are changing, we are improving these features. Right now it is 82 days. You can go back and reach your past purchases when you have a new launch or whether you, you want to showcase your next product. How many of the brands are doing this? Very few, again, because of, I think, recent launch and awareness issue. But by doing it, everybody talks of CAC and LTVs, right? Right. This is your step number one to improve your LTV, right? Go back to people who purchased your brand, ask them if they're interested in something else in your brand. Point number one. Point number two is own ASIN targeting, right? When you have a range of products, if customer is interested and in looking at one of your product, do you want to show a better alternative there, higher ASP alternative there? Bringing the customer into brand store, you are immersing in multiple products, you're show showing them combos and so on. So it's a proven fact, your order, uh, order values shoot up if you run a good brand store and there is no cost. It's not an advertising solution that Amazon is charging you. It's a free of cost solution. Last point is parent-child variations and bundling, use them smartly. Uh, if you are selling a vitamin, let's say vitamin C tablets, right? You can also create a variation of vitamin C plus zinc, right? That by doing this, you are trying to accumulate ratings. You are trying to <coughs> accumulate glance views. You are trying to improve discoverability. Again, these are small steps. Uh, again, I've just added. This is not an exhaustive list. I just tried to bring few things which might, which you can go back and start implementing today. Hey, the last point which I forgot is uh, ask for ratings and reviews. Amazon gives approved ways of you going and asking for customer reviews after a purchase is done. Right? I don't see many people are aware of this point. Uh, like you can go to your manage orders, contact buyer, you request a review. You can in fact customize it. I put an example on the right hand side of the screen where this particular brand has reached out to me. They said, hey, we are a young brand. We would really love if you leave a review for us. Uh, this is my name. This I'm the CEO, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mask some of these details while I share this forward, Siddharth. But this is just an example, right? I don't see a lot of brands uh, being aware of this, right? By just asking a request, requesting for a customer review, that too in a customized, personalized way, 
will go a long way in gaining your reviews because generally I see a ratio of like 100 is to 1 or a 50 is to 1 between sales and reviews. So you have an approved method by Amazon. Why not use it to improve your loyalty, to improve your uh, future ratings? The last point is this. Uh, I get worried with too much outsourcing generally, especially in the initial phase. So I'm saying as part of day one behaviors, that's an Amazon language. I'm requesting if founders can do some of these things, at least three out of the things that I've listed here, right? Study the competitor essence reviews, advertisement, spend some time, spend half an hour just behaving like a customer and seeing what's going on in Amazon. Like you will never always pick up new learnings because there's a lot of people thinking similarly and trying to innovate. So it's a, it's a ready-made open source information. It's ready for take, ready for taking, right? Read your reviews, check what people are saying, what people are asking, then plug it back into your listings, right? Lastly, check, Type your keyword, see what, what kind of results are coming in. You'll be surprised that sometimes you type your own brand name and you're nowhere on Amazon, right? That also I keep, <laughs> so these are small defects, but point is that please spend some time as a founder or the core team member uh, on some of these steps. At least I said three out of these steps. Be in touch with reality in the first few months because there's a gold mine of information just going real time on Amazon. Thank you, Shrikar. So uh, there's a couple of questions that I'll probably pick up uh, uh, yeah. and kind of showcase. Uh, one is from Tushar, uh, who essentially asks, uh, you know, asking for review on each order and clicking can be tedious. Is there a better convenient solution to kind of do this? I'm actually not fully aware if there are, there could be some API based solutions. I'm not fully aware of it, uh, Siddharth. I, right. I would request you to just check with uh, the seller support team. But the key point is I would be wary of using third party solutions. There's an industry out there to get reviews ratings. So just be wary of it. Uh, please use only Amazon approved methods. Right. And Sakshi asks any data on uh, PI that can be helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, actually. I mean, uh, PI is Amazon Pi. It's an insights based solution that we are uh, slowly scaling to multiple brands right now. I didn't talk about it, Sakshi, because uh, it's still at uh, the reach is very low. Not all brands have it. But yes, uh, Amazon Pi does give you a share of voice. I mean, it gives a plethora of insights, but, but most importantly, a share of voice on search. It helps you to understand uh, where do you stand on a competing like what is your market segment share, right? In offline world, it's very easy. We just start thinking in that direction, right? So Amazon Pi helps you to get those and the plethora of other things which you can get there. But but for people who don't have access to Amazon Pi, I would say, look at brand analytics. It's a gold mine. For anybody who is going and paying money and purchasing keyword solutions outside, I just ask, have you, have you opened brand analytics? Have you punched in your ASIN? It will tell you entire path to purchase, which keywords have led to purchase of your ASIN and which are your top three competitors. It's a gold mine and you can search for any category. People who are searching for right. where are the new keywords? What are the new prospective browse notes where, in which they want to launch new products? Right. Uh, it's, it's right there. Please go explore on Seller right. Center. Uh, I'm just looking for any other questions. Uh, there aren't any for now. Um, okay. But, uh, uh, you know, Shrikar, I think this was something that's very interesting. And, you know, uh, uh, for me personally, I think it was an eye-opener as well. 
uh, yeah, and you know it uh, whatever you spoke of kind of uh, uh, it was tailored to be become a playbook for uh, brands who are kind of wanting to set up uh, a, a digital business for themselves and who are essentially young right so it, it was very very insightful uh, and the cricket analogy was really on on spot right and i just wonder i just hope that anybody who's uh, wanting to create a d2c brand or a digital brand and was on this session i hope uh, uh, you know they're able to kind of get those insights and kind of uh, solidify their their growth path uh, like that right and uh, create some amazing businesses for themselves uh, and uh, i'm i'm really surprised at fact of the fact that uh, a lot of businesses don't do this uh, uh, it's a little alarming and probably should get fixed and must get fixed rather uh, and you know uh, like you said uh, it's not really about your own store or a store on amazon it's it's the fact that you have a place uh, you know to play in both places right you can create a store for yourself and create a store on amazon and build businesses on both places and and uh, you know use the metrics that come from there to uh, to scale uh, so that's that's yeah. that was really amazing to kind of uh, listen to uh uh chikar any closing thoughts uh that you would want to kind of leave the uh, audience with not really in fact the the first question right own website versus amazon i would say uh hey uh, almost 74% of the searches are starting on amazon right now i mean uh, depending on which survey you look at right. but the bulk of searches in fact purchase intent searches are starting on amazon uh and mm-hmm. amazon increasingly right now in fact we have even rebranded ourselves as amazon ads right i get worried when people still keep calling us amazon ppc that <laughs> like if there's one thing that i we want to change it yeah so yeah. we are trying to give a lot of brand experiences and capabilities for brands to create experiences so right. hence uh, it's a choice of the brands on like how they can use it especially to talk right. to high intent audience like almost like 74% of internet users of india are present on amazon they are transacting customers so right. uh, it's not a sales channel right if there's one thing amazon is for sales website is for brand that has to that has to be relooked at questioned again build your brand ethos build your brand story on amazon uh, i don't have specific comments on what you i would i wish all the best on uh, grow your business in every possible direction uh, and i would i would root right. for that constant no more questions uh, sticker so i'm just going yeah. to thank you for your time and uh, this was really amazing uh and uh, very very insightful and i think it's a i think your presentation will serve as a playbook for a lot of people and uh, i look forward to catching up again thank you so much thank you so much for this opportunity to webagain's team and sidharth